Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from Boogie 42 and says, Entitled Stepmonster got herself banned from my wedding. Trigger warning, mention of child abuse. It's not too graphic, but it is there. I tried posting this on Am I the Arsehole through a different account a couple of days ago, but it didn't work out. Given the trigger warning, I'm not surprised. I've since concluded my wife and I did the right thing, so this will be my last attempt to post this story. I tried to add some info and change the wording a little. All names are fake. My 28 male stepmother, 49 female, is a wannabe party planner. She has taken it upon herself to plan and host every party and holiday my dad's family has thrown since she married him. I never loved those occasions growing up. She's controlling and gets upset if people complain about anything but humored her for my dad's sake. According to him, this helps her feel included. I'm getting married to my fiance Jane, 26 female in July. We got engaged in early 2021, but Jane ended up getting pregnant a couple of months after that. We decided to postpone the wedding to focus on our son for a while. So we've had a long engagement. My stepmother has tried to hijack our wedding plans from day one complaining, contacting our planner, showing up unannounced to Jane's dress appointments, etc. And we have repeatedly asked her to stop. Dad wants us to humor her, but she's clearly resentful of the fact that she's not hosting the wedding or being labeled mother of the groom in invitations. Besides our baby boy, we also have Luke, for male, Jane's paternal half-brother. She got custody of him a few months into our relationship after his parents died. I ended up moving in with him during the pandemic and have been in Luke's life since he was a baby. He doesn't call me dad and refers to us as his sisters and his OP, but we love him like a son. Stepmother though, hates Luke. She accuses Jane of baby trapping her way into the family. That accusation only got worse after our son was born. My dad gets along with Jane and adores the kids, but stepmother demands him to refuse babysitting Luke, so we don't leave the kids with them often. Instead, Jane's brother and sister-in-law usually watches the kids for us as their children are close to ours in age. We had a thing last Sunday and my brother-in-law was out of town with his family. Jane's other siblings live in different cities as well as my mum and sister. My dad agreed to babysit at our place and we left. We came back to find both kids crying, stepmother screaming and dad weakly trying to calm everyone down. Apparently, Luke had told stepmother that both he and our son were going to be our ring bearers and she went ballistic. She screamed that she wasn't going to allow that because he wasn't family. She then made me need to include the trigger warning when he started crying. His lip is still split. She'd never gotten to this point before. We immediately banned her from my house and from our wedding. Dad is fuming and has said he's not going without her. 
He's also convinced half of his side of the family by severely downplaying what stepmother did to boycott the wedding as well. This includes my stepbrother, who fully agrees with his mother no matter how many times I try to tell him the truth. Me and Jane are refusing to budge, but many of my cousins who aren't coming anymore are asking us to reconsider. Pretty much all of Jane's family agrees with us, but one of her aunts has suggested that maybe stepmother is acting out because she doesn't feel welcomed by my family. I've honestly had it with my family, enabling her behavior. I love my dad and really want him at my wedding, but I'm more than willing to go no contact if it means protecting my family. Edit. I think I accidentally deleted the paragraph where I mentioned this, but we did press charges. We took Luke to the pediatrician the next day and gathered every piece of evidence we had. Not only did we have pictures of Luke's face, but by some miraculous strike of luck, we also had nanny cam footage. Some commenters were right to assume that my stepmother hadn't been invited to our house, but my dad hasn't really gone anywhere without her in years. So we took precautions. We didn't expect her to actually do anything this awful, but we never trusted her with the kids. The physical attack happened off camera, but there is some footage of her screaming and Luke crying before and after the event. She now has a child abuse charge on her rap sheet. We wouldn't let her get away with this. Edit 2. There's a lot of additional info I want to add. I tried to respond to at least some of the comments. I did not expect the amount I've gotten so far, but all I'll add for now is that Luke is okay. The visit to the pediatrician happened the day after. He already had a counselor. Jane was pretty much traumatized when her dad and stepmom died and was worried it would rub off on him and will continue treatment. We've been hugging and pampering him a little more than usual too. He's still upset, but is already doing much better. And we're starting the comments that says that is a scorched earth level event. You could have pressed charges. Don't look back. Sorry about your dad, but he's literally enabling your kid's abuser. Any flying monkeys come your way, just reply with, since you apparently condone the verbal and physical abuse of a four-year-old child, trust us when we say you will not be missed at our wedding. The bastard Henry says, she'd have gotten much worse than banned from the wedding if I came home to find my kid literally bleeding because of her striking him. I wouldn't budge on this. She's not acting out because she doesn't feel included. She's a narcissistic asshole throwing tantrums because she doesn't get what she wants. I wouldn't blame you going totally no contact either. Your cousins asking you to reconsider are totally out of line. Grapefruit Lumpy replies that saying, all I can think is, can your fiancé fight? Because I most definitely would have chosen violence that day. She's disgusting and Opie's dad is indeed a coward. Imagine the fear that baby felt being screamed at about not being family and physically assaulted or for being excited on top of him having lost his parents already. I don't think I would have been able to control myself. Wow. Just wow. OP, these people are not safe or good people. You and your family are better off. OP responds saying, Jane can fight very well, actually. She's done jujitsu, but got busy tending to Luke. I can also fight and was more than ready to, but neither of us wanted the kids to see us like that. Pretty much every adult in the house was screaming for a few minutes and we didn't want it to get any scarier. Jane also threatened to call the cops, which prompted dad and stepmother to leave. December Seagoat says your dad needs to grow a spine. How in the hell can he stand by and watch his wife abuse a literal child? Donald says more about him than her. Cut your losses on anyone siding with this nonsense. She clearly assaulted Luke. A charge is being pressed because truly deserves punishment for her actions. Something far more eye-opening than being disinvited from your wedding. Maria Lynn says, I'm sorry, 
she split the lip of a crying four-year-old, lost control of herself over an innocent statement from little more than a toddler, and your father's reaction wasn't to throw her out of the house and get her away from the children. You can't trust either of them with the kids. Sorry for your dad, but he's made his choice. He's earned no contact. Ask your cousins how they would feel if she split the lip of one of their kids. Wicked Drayden says, believe me, this isn't her first rodeo. It's highly unlikely that this behavior is a one-off thing. She will do it again. I do have to wonder if it's one of the cousin's kids. Will they brush that off? Or is it just someone else's kid? They're okay with getting hit. Opie says, the only reason why I know that this is the first time that she's hit him is because this was the first and last time she was with the kids unsupervised. Me and Jane were around every previous time she saw Luke. She didn't want my dad to babysit him and would only ask him to on a few occasions before. My sister was still living with them at the time and has assured me that Luke was never out of her sight. I know and trust my sister enough to believe her. First time or not, I will not give her a second chance. She'll never hurt either of my kids again. Opie updates the post five days later and says, I want to thank everybody who took the time to read and slash or comment on my previous post. It's been a tough week, but it's always great to know that people care. I haven't been able to reply to every comment, but we'll try to address some in this update. This might get a little long. I'll start off by saying that me and Jane are going no contact with my dad and stepmom. We haven't really spoke to either of them since the incident, and I don't plan on being the one to reach out. Any communication between us is being handled by my younger sister. She's completely on our side, but will remain in low contact for the time being. I've decided to adopt Jane's way of dealing with people she cares about. Forgive what's apologized for, but never forget. Basically, if dad or stepmom ever truly understand what they did wrong and sincerely apologize, we are willing to forgive them even if begrudgingly so. But we will never ignore or let them forget what they did to our family. And for the time being, neither of them will be allowed near Luke, our baby, and any other kids we may have in the future, even if we do forgive them. As for the rest of the family, I read a lot of comments suggesting that I post pictures of Luke's face, as well as the nanny cam footage. I'm not very active on social media, but even if I was, I'm not comfortable exposing my injured preschooler like that especially given that nothing on the internet ever truly goes away. I also decided not to share the pictures with my family unless truly necessary. I should probably mention that while my family adores my dad, most of them aren't very fond of stepmother. She had two failed marriages prior to meeting my father, the first of which resulted in my stepbrother, and he cheated on his then-girlfriend to be with her. My family loved that girlfriend and disliked stepmother right away. Not only has she been controlling and manipulative since the beginning, She's also tried to force her way into the family matriarch role by any means possible. Taking over planning duties for every family event was her favorite way to do it, because of all the attention and compliments that come with it. The main reason why I hated these parties growing up was because she'd always find a way to make everything about her, including Christmas and mine and my sister's birthdays. The rest of the family felt neutral about it, but they never liked her. With Luke, it was different. Most of my relatives didn't meet him until COVID restrictions got looser, and by then, he was two years old. He's bright and a genuinely lovable kid, and there weren't really any other small children in the family, so everyone immediately started cooing over him. The way I see it, stepmother got upset that Jane and Luke were accepted by my family so easily compared to her experience, and that's why she resents them both, but I can't confirm that. She was also mad that, aside from not being the planner, she would have absolutely no involvement in the wedding party. 
She tried to pressure us into letting her officiate one of Jane's best friends was offered that role a year ago, making stepbrother my best man. He wasn't interested and I'd already gotten my best friend or asking her sister's daughter to be our flower girl who promised Jane's three-year-old niece. Also, her sister's daughter is 15 and doesn't know us. She also tried to convince us to let my dad walk Jane down the aisle since her father is gone. But her eldest brother, the brother-in-law I mentioned in the first post, had already been enlisted. Stepmother was disappointed that my family wasn't as involved in the wedding as Jane's and kept making comments about how that would never happen if we put her in charge. All of that being said, there is nothing that can excuse being that awful to a child, especially if it really is the petty jealousy that I suspect. Because I haven't spoken with my father, my sister has been keeping me updated on what he's been up to. As I found out through her, the story my dad and stepmother told the rest of the family completely erases Luke's injury and the abuse charges. It insinuates that me and Jane banned them because we got annoyed with stepmother and decided to take it out on my dad as well. Because most people already dislike stepmother. Explaining what actually happened that night wasn't hard and most of the relatives that I actually wanted at the wedding have apologized and are berating my dad as well. The people that didn't believe us, as well as those saying we overreacted, have been told they're not welcome in our home anymore. Those are mostly people from my dad's generation, so I can't say I'm surprised. But the realization that they are so biased they're willing to protect the woman they hate after she hurt her child, just to make my dad happy, has reassured me that I don't need any of them in my life. Stepbrother is still in denial. He refuses to believe his mother could hurt a child, even with all the evidence we have. I have to admit, I understand. I love my mum too, but that doesn't mean I'd excuse his obliviousness. So he's banned too. It sucks because we were close growing up, but I don't regret it. Besides, Jane has three other siblings besides Luke. The older brother-in-law, a twin brother and a younger sister. And I'm closer to them than I ever was to him. Speaking of Jane's family, they're all furious over what happened and have been extremely supportive of us. Jane's maternal family basically adopted Luke after she got custody of him and I've called frequently to make sure he's okay. We did manage to save some money with everybody we uninvited and have decided to use it to help Jane's cousin. She lives in a different country and was previously unable to come to the wedding, so we're paying for her plane ticket. Luke has gotten much better and is almost completely back to being the sunny child he's always been. The split lip was shallow, is healing slowly but didn't require any stitches. We sat him down a few days ago and explained that my dad and stepmonster wouldn't be around anymore. He really liked my dad but understands that he and stepmother are attached to the hip. He's clearly scared of her but we're doing our best to make him feel safe. Me and Jane have reassured him that he is family. We love him and no one will ever change that. I'm not too worried about dad or stepmom trying to show up at the wedding but we've alerted the venue and given them pictures just in case they try anything. Better safe than sorry. Some people brought attention to the fact that stepmom is a hypocrite for saying Luke isn't family. I agree for obvious reasons. The main excuse for pretty much everything she does is that she doesn't feel like my family welcomes her. Dad has been guilting me to take part in everything she plans by reminding us of that for as long as I can remember. The way he continues to make excuses for her without realizing this is basically a case of the pot calling the kettle black. Except Luke actually is family. This is what has made me. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Except that. While I will always love my dad, it's not healthy or safe for me and my family to be around him anymore. It hurts to know my son won't have his only remaining bio-grandfather in his life. He has two amazing step-grandpas to make up for it. But now, I'm sad, but satisfied with how things have turned out. I don't like to complain about my life. It's a mess, but a beautiful one. I love my fiancé, I love my kids, and I'm lucky enough to love my job. Be happy. I'm not letting anyone ruin that. Whoever was annoyed at my censorship, when posting on Am I the A-Hole didn't work out, Jane suggested I make the writing less explicit. I'm not used to Reddit yet, so I might have overdone it a little bit. Hope this is my last update on the story, but I'll keep you posted. Again, thank you for all your love and support, and best wishes to all of you. So someone mentions to OP about having like passwords for your vendors for the wedding, etc. And OP says, we've actually had passwords with a vendor since day one. Some of the early ones we met actually recommended us to do it. Stepmother did contact our planner a while back saying she had our approval to talk to our vendors. She didn't let her, and we got a bit more strict with passwords after that. Now, this is going to sound really geeky, but I wish there was some sort of like statistic on this about people contacting vendors to try and change weddings that they're not a part of. Because vendors, to be suggesting this, it must happen quite frequently by the sounds of it. A commenter says, so is stepmother serving any jail time? If she attacked the child then and you guys pressed charges, I would imagine she'd have to be processed and eventually serve some time for a crime. OP says we hope so, We're setting up a date for the arraignment. A commenter gives some advice to OP and says start a file for stepmother, keep any and all texts, voicemails and attempts of her communicating. Do the same with anyone who has taken her side because she could escalate and you may need that info. Those people are flying monkeys and she sent them to not only plead her case but report back to her things you may have told them so she can continue to play her victim card. You are great to have the nanny cam, but you should also make sure to notify his daycare or school that she is not to be given info or access to him. Get cameras that have audio just in case she shows up at your house and password protect all of your wedding vendors. Let them know not to give her any info and to notify you if she tries. Your dad may be harmless, but she's not. Opie says that second advice is something we've been pretty occupied with actually. This past week has been mostly about the kids and collecting evidence but I'd definitely check out the Just No Mother-in-Law sub. Another commenter says, Did you say that if your father and stepmonster apologize that you will allow them at your wedding? Wasn't quite sure what you were saying. Opie says, Absolutely not. My father and stepmother are not welcome at the wedding, no matter the circumstances. They could offer me an island and I'd still refuse to let them back into our lives right now. I only plan to forgive anything far off in the future and only if they apologize sincerely. Even then, they will have no access to the kids for years after that. Knowing stepmom, I highly doubt she ever feels sorry for what she did, so we're not counting on it anyway. Opie updates and says, I saw my father and stepmother for the first time since she attacked my child. I didn't plan on updating again before the wedding, but something pretty huge happened. This is good news. We got the restraining order. The bad news is me and Jane had to see both stepmother and my father at the court hearing. This was our first time seeing them since we kicked them out of our house over a month ago, and neither of us were looking forward to it. 
left the kids with Jane's brother and sister-in-law so at least Luke didn't have to see them. The hearing itself went a lot quicker than I expected. I give credit where it's due. My father was, at the very least, smart enough to understand there was no way they were winning this. There was a lot of evidence against them. Not only did we have the nanny cam footage and Luke's pictures and medical record, but my sister had also gathered every text and email stepmother had sent her and the family about what happened. The stepmother hates speaking on the phone. There was a, a lot of those. They didn't even bother to get an attorney for the hearing. The judge granted us a protection order against stepmother. She's not allowed within 500 feet of us or our property anymore. We're changing all our locks this week and I'm thinking about changing my phone number as well. I have to admit, the moment we left the courthouse was the safest I'd felt since this whole ordeal started. Jane was close to tearing up with joy when we got to the car. We picked up the kids and went to McDonald's with brother-in-law and his family to celebrate. Hours later, my father called me. The order doesn't extend to him, so he can still do that. Jane and the kids were in bed, so I answered. I didn't expect him to change his mind and apologize all of a sudden, but decided to give him one last chance. He tried to start some awkward small talk, but I told him to get to the point. He asked me if the order was truly necessary. I stated very clearly that stepmother was never coming near Jane or my children again, and that I was glad that I had a restraining order to formalize that. Every excuse he had for stepmother was pretty easy to shut down. He said, but she only hit him once. OP says, yep, that's enough for me. He replies, the kid needs their grandma. OP says, she's not their grandma, mum is. Dad replies, she's my wife and you need to respect her. OP says, she attacked Luke. She disrespected my family and my own house. I don't owe her anything, least of all my respect. He then went on a rant about family, how much of a godsend stepmother was and everything she'd done for me and my sister since she came into our lives. I replied by listing every time I could remember about her lying overstepping a boundary or acting unhinged around me, my family or my sister. I brought up both my adult life and my youth. Examples included her attempts to hijack most of our milestones. Recently, our wedding plans, our son's birth, Jane's baby shower and my sister's college graduation. Her obsession with the idea of a perfect family and a disgusting attitude towards Luke. I also made sure to mention her habits of going through mine and my sister's stuff when we were younger. It's trivial compared to everything else, but this behavior went on until my sister moved out of their house, only three months ago. We're pretty sure she found out about Jane's wedding dress appointments by reading my sister's planner while she wasn't home, for instance. Some of the memories I mentioned are long and hard to explain, but they did cement the fact that stepmother means nothing to me. He tried to go with the whole she doesn't feel included excuse again, but I shut him up. I said he had the opportunity to protect his grandchildren, but had chosen his monster of a wife instead and that's enough for me to want nothing to do with him. I hung up without saying goodbye. My sister told me he called her afterwards, and she told him she would go in no contact with him as well. I think we're both starting to accept our father won't change. It sucks, but he's made his priorities clear, and his children and grandkids aren't among them. But now that's it. Now that they're fresh in my mind, I'm thinking about sharing some of the stories I reminded my father of, but that's going to take a while. Until then, as always, best wishes to all of you. A commenter quotes the dad and says, but she only hit him once. Would have been the end of the phone call for me. Opie replies saying, I almost hung up on him when he said that. The only reason I didn't was because I knew I wasn't going to talk to him again anytime soon. And I still had a lot to say. Commenter says, I'm curious how your stepbrother is handling all of this. Like the restraining order is something you can't just push away. A judge stated that what his mother did was so terrible she needed to stay away from those children. 
just feels like something you can't stick your head in the sand and claim that you could never believe that your mother could hurt someone like that. Opie said I haven't spoke to him since days before the restraining order and he hasn't tried to contact me or my sister. He was still in denial last time we talked but seemed a bit doubtful. To be honest, I think he's the only one who isn't a complete lost cause and still has a slight chance of coming around. He's still banned but I might be willing to talk to him about this whole thing. The commenter says, holy hell, if you're comfortable sharing, I know many of us would want to hear those hijacking stories. Hope the kids don't have too terribly long impact on their lives from this, especially the preschooler. Opie says, Luke hasn't mentioned her in a while. I don't doubt he was affected by this, but I think he understands everything is okay now. Our baby is barely a year old, and if it's up to me, he won't even know she exists until he's grown. I'll definitely share some of those stories as soon as I can bring myself to write them down. The commenter says, it's crazy how the court gave your dad a chance, not giving him the protection order, and you giving him a chance to explain on the phone. He still managed to screw up. You guys gave so many chances, and your dad fails to see that stepmother is a bad person. But that doesn't seem like he's going to change, and until he does somehow, stop giving him more chances. Opie says, that was his last chance, and he blew it. If he ever comes round, and that's a big if, it'd take me a long time to allow him back into our lives. In that update, when I read the conversation they were having, and the other comments are brought up already, but he said, but she only hit him once. Like, what reaction was he expecting from that? Like, oh, okay, yeah, you're totally right. Let's just go back to normal. Like, of course that's not going to happen, you bloody Burke. Once should have been enough. And I can't believe, I cannot believe he's not seeing anything wrong with her behavior and backing her up, etc., it will be interesting in the future to see how the stepbrother handles things. He's probably incredibly conflicted seeing the behavior from stepmother in this post. Who knows what he grew up with? But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? If you have a moment of your time, would love to hear your thoughts on the matter down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you for spending your time with me today, getting involved in the stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world. So thank you so, so much. And hopefully we'll see you in the next one. Take care and much love.